Hey guys, and welcome back to Here's the Thing. Today we're talking about how confidence is key. And I know I posted about talking about this or publishing this episode a couple weeks ago, and it didn't end up happening. I just left all of you hanging. I sincerely apologize for that, and I do want to explain to you why that happened. Um, because I was very excited to record this episode, and literally the day after I like wrote down all of my notes, um, some stuff happened, and I just all of a sudden was in a very anxious and depressed mindset. And that's been going on for a couple weeks. I'm still not out of that, but I didn't feel as though I could talk about confidence and back it up emotionally. Um, So that's why the delay has happened. I'm very sorry about that, but I'm excited to be talking with all of you today about confidence. Um, My past with confidence, I was a very shy person up until probably my freshman year of high school. And not that, not to say that if you're a shy person, you're not confident, but I was shy because I was self-conscious. I didn't talk because I was very worried that people would perceive me negatively or people would think I was weird or said something wrong or whatever it might be. I was very self-conscious of everything that I did, the way that I talked to people, the words that came out of my mouth and the things I was involved in. And I would say still at that point I was self-confident like I was like no I like I know this is me and I'm not going to change who I am I'm confident in who I am but I wasn't outwardly confident enough to to be myself in front of other people or to portray myself in front of other people um after my freshman year of high school my shyness completely flipped around I became pretty extroverted and social. And now I would say I'm very extroverted and very social. I don't really know why that switch happened, but I think a lot of it is all of a sudden I just realized, you know what, people actually don't care that much. And why why do I care so much? I, there's really no need for me to care so much. And so I began to live more into who I knew I was from the beginning and found that people didn't judge me for it. And people really didn't care or even give it a second thought. Um, So I think that played a big part into that switch. But um, one of the things I've really struggled with confidence in is my body image. I don't think there's a day in my life that's gone by since I was, I don't know, maybe even 11 or 12 that I don't think something negative about the way I look, whether that be just the shape of my body or my acne Or, you know how, like, if you take a selfie, the longer you look at it, it's like, wow, now all of a sudden I, uh, (laughs) my eye is wandering and one is just looking in the complete opposite direction. And like, do I have three eyes actually? Like, you know, that thing, like, (laughs) I just, I have always been aware of how I look and that has gotten a lot better, but I think that's one of the biggest ways that I've been lacking in confidence throughout my life. Um... And I, I do think all these things have gotten better, especially with that. Now that I'm in college and with other women my age, it's become very apparent to me that your body is supposed to change a lot as you grow, especially as you like you near 20, as you go through your 20s. Like I just I just have a woman's body. I'm not supposed to look like a little girl anymore. Um, because I mean, I remember in high school, like looking at pictures of myself when I was 12 or 13 and thinking, why don't I look like that anymore? Or comparing myself to my like prepubescent body. And 
that gave me a lot of lack of confidence in my self-image. But um, I don't know, just one day I woke up and I was like, why do I do that to myself? I'm not supposed to look that way. No one is supposed to look the way at 19 that they looked when they were 13 or even 15 or even 17. I'm not supposed to look the way I did two years ago. And your body changes a lot as you go through stressors, going through college, going through um, a stressful time in high school, going through relationship problems. That all makes a difference in how you look. And that's not a negative thing. That's just a natural thing. Um, And so that's what I struggled most with confidence-wise, um, but I do think that's gotten a lot better because now I'm around other women and I I just, I look like a woman, that, a woman, that's what I'm supposed to look like, that's who I am, and I feel like I'm, I've gotten a lot better at accepting those quote-unquote faults or those quote-unquote blemishes, um, so yeah, I didn't even mean to, I wasn't even planning on going on a tangent about that there, but if you struggle with your body or your body image or you tend to compare how you look now to how you looked a couple years ago, please know that, first of all, other people don't notice nearly as much as you do. Um, people, I one big thing for me was my hip dips. I mean, wearing leggings, I avoided wearing leggings for most of high school because I was so self-conscious of that. And I was like, other people are going to notice, obviously, because I notice it. And no one ever did. I don't think a single person hearing this would be like, oh, yeah, I noticed that. You know, so people don't notice things about you physically nearly as much as you pay attention to them yourself. And I hope that that's an encouraging thing. But I also want you to hear that you're not supposed to look the same way you did a year ago even. Um, Your body is supposed to change. Um, It would be a bad thing if your body stayed looking the same throughout your entire life. That's just not what it's supposed to do. That's not what anybody's body does. Um, And also, you're not supposed to look like other people. You're made the way you are so your body can support you, and your body looks the way it does because it's gotten you through life up to this point. So, Again, didn't mean to go on a tangent with that, but if you're struggling with self-confidence just about your body image or how you look, um, try not to. Remind yourself that you're beautiful. Remind yourself that you're supposed to be a changing person, and that's a natural thing and a very normal thing. Um, I also mentioned acne was a big thing. Let me tell you, now that I've gotten to college, And I mean, in high school too, but like, I feel like in high school, people were a lot more self-conscious of it for some reason, but like (laughs) being in college now, everybody has acne and nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. That's never the first thing I notice about someone when I talk to them, if they have acne. And I don't think it's the first thing anyone else notices about me. And again, I think that's one of the things that you notice a lot more than anyone else will never, will ever notice about you. So I don't know. That's just a (laughs) kind of a side note, but Anyway, um, all of all of that to say, I also beat myself up a lot for comparing myself to other people and comparing myself to my younger self, um, and I blamed myself for that. I got angry at myself for doing that and didn't allow myself a lot of forgiveness, and I mean, that went for body image comparison, personality comparison of myself to other people, all these things that I might have had insecurities in and that I was self-conscious of. Um, I think comparison 
unfortunately is just part of being human. I don't think there's a single person who's ever lived who didn't compare themselves to other people. And I mean, honestly, there's not a single person on earth who loves everything about themselves because insecurity is also a part of being human. And that's just part of the way it goes. Other people might look perfect to you and look like they have all their shit together and no insecurities, but nobody loves everything about themselves. Some people are just more skilled in portraying confidence. And that's what I want to talk about today. We're not going to talk about um, insecurities today. I think that'll be a separate episode. I did go on a little bit of a tangent. We can get more into that later. Um, But today I want to talk about confidence because the truth is everybody has insecurity, but I think confidence is something that can be learned. And if you find that you're someone who isn't very confident, especially socially, I think that's something that can be, again, learned and changed. And even just be a fake it till you make it thing. I told you guys that I was very shy up until high school. I also think part of the switch that happened is I started started studying psychology and a lot of just like tips and tricks for being more confident socially. So those are things I want to talk about today. Um, I don't think mega confidence is something people are born with. Um, I do think how you grow up has a lot to do with it, like whether your parents and your peers celebrated your accomplishments or not, or whether you received a lot of encouragement from your family members and your peers. Um, I think it also makes a difference whether or not your parents were confident or outgoing people because, you know, we tend to copy who we grow up with and we tend to take on the traits of our parents and the people we spend a lot of time with. Um, on the opposite side of that, I think if you have, if you grew up with a parent or a sibling who is very overconfident and really, really social, that can be intimidating to children who are naturally a little bit more shy. So I think that also can have a big difference on your confidence levels as you, as you grow up and start to find your own identity. Um, I also think who you surround yourself with as you grow up makes a big difference going through middle school and high school uh, because being around people who build you up and celebrate you for who you are is important um, rather than being with people who only celebrate you for your accomplishments or when you do something quote-unquote good. Also, if you're around people that that tell you to or cause you to analyze small details about yourself out of fear of judgment, that can make a huge difference in how you see yourself. If you surround yourself with friends who talk about other people physically and what they look like, um, that can make a big difference in how you view yourself too, even if you're part of that. Um, Because subconsciously you'll think, well, those people are looking at the physicality of everyone else. Do they notice that about me? And then you start to take on some of those insecure thoughts. Um, I personally grew up with family members and parents who always encouraged me and always reminded me that I was beautiful and loved and valued. And I'm very, very blessed for that. But I know that is not the case for for everybody. Um, I was also blessed with amazing friends. I've had (laughs) basically the same friend group since elementary school. I mean, like that's where the first couple of us got to know each other and then more people joined as we went through middle school and high school. But those friends too have always been people who have been very encouraging to me and remind me of my value and how loved I am. Um, so I'm, 
I'm very blessed by that. I'm very thankful for that in my life. Um, and I think that also played a big part in the kind of personality shift I went through in high school, going from being a very shy person to being very um, extroverted and social because I had all these people in my life who I loved and I trusted who, when I started to show more of my personality, became more comfortable being social cheered me on and they were like, yeah, you're doing a good job and people love you. Um, we love you. We're here for you and we value you for who you are as a person. So that made a big difference. Um, I do want to say if you're, a, if you have friends or you surround yourself with people who tend to bring others down, whether that be physically or personality wise, just whether they judge anything about other people it might be time to find some different friends because that also can play a big part into how you view yourself if you're constantly around people who are judgmental and looking to bring others down. Wow, I got through that a lot <laughs> quicker than I than I wanted to. I feel like I'm on a roll today. Um, the next thing I want to talk about now is just practical steps to confidence. Um, because, again, if you view yourself as a not exceptionally confident person, especially in social settings or just getting to meet people, um, I think that can be a learned thing. That can be something that changes. That is something I made purposeful changes to. I didn't phrase that well, but when I started studying psych classes in high school, and um, we talked about a lot of social dynamics and mind tricks, well, not mind tricks, but just how the brain works when you view other people, how you communicate with other people. And there are a lot of things I started to incorporate into my everyday interactions that, first of all, made me look more confident, even if I didn't feel super confident in the moment, and also just helped me to feel more confident because I could trick my brain even into thinking like, yes, I feel very confident in this situation. Um, so I want to go into some more details about that. I think we all know somebody who just radiates confidence. I mean, like they walk in a room and every head turns their way. Uh, they talk really easily. They're friends with everyone and socializing seems to come naturally to them. So I started thinking about that and I thought, what's different about those people um, than people who may seem less confident or not own a room as easily? And again, not that that's a bad thing. Let me make that very clear right now. Being shy, being introverted is not a bad thing. We need people like that. We need you guys to keep the world running. So thank you. But if you're someone who is looking to increase your confidence, um, or maybe not even feel it, but just see more confident in social situations, here are some things you can do that I think people who tend to radiate confidence, do. Um, the first thing, people who radiate con confidence are not afraid of eye contact. Um, and I think you can picture someone you know as I say that. I mean, all of the people I've met who are, you can tell, like, they just, they know who they are. They're very confident. They're not afraid to look you in the eye and have a conversation that way. Um, they're also not afraid to maintain eye, eye contact. This is something I struggled with 
again before high school, before I started getting into psych, but really eye contact plays a big role in how people view you and how people feel about you. Too much of it can be intimidating, which I mean could be helpful in some situations, sure. Just maintaining eye contact with people makes them trust you more and makes them feel like they can open up to you. That's just a psych hack. Um, it also just makes you appear more friendly and more open to them um, and more invested in what they have to say if they're the ones talking. It also makes them feel like they're being more involved in what you have to say as you're talking. Um, so yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. But people who radiate confidence tend to not be afraid of eye contact or be afraid of holding it. Second thing, just a small thing, but confident people give firm handshakes when they meet new people. Um, and I think a lot of them initiate handshakes if they think the other person might be a little bit, a little bit less extroverted or a little bit shy. Um, and again, and extending, oh my gosh, why do I keep doing that? Talking like that. Gosh, extending a handshake to somebody immediately makes you seem more welcoming, more friendly, and allows them to feel more involved in your life. It immediately sets you up to another level of acquaintance because what, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? I'm just spewing words out of my mouth right now. Um, it bumps you up a little level of personalness. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just walk up to someone and introduce yourself and say hi and smile, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you extend a handshake, it automatically makes the interaction seem a little more personable. Okay, next. Enough of that. Confident people ask other people about themselves in their lives and are actually interested in them. Um, think about someone you know who is always invested in what you have to say, who asks you a lot about yourself and genuinely seems interested. Um, I think that's something everybody can do. That's an easy, free way to make people feel valued and make them feel seen and loved and make you appear more confident. It's a win-win for everybody. Because, um, I mean, if you... I think some people may be overconfident and then talk about themselves a lot or not ask questions of other people and then they just tend to look conceited, you know? So confident people ask others about themselves and are genuinely interested in what they have to say. Um, next, confident people aren't afraid to laugh and uh, just loop these together. Confident people aren't afraid to look stupid and let their guard down. You know that person who is just goofy all the time, who lets their guard down, and that person has a magnetic attraction. I think every time. doesn't matter who it is, but people who are able to look dumb and laugh at themselves, those are the best kind of people. You immediately feel like you want to be friends with them. Um, you immediately feel like you can let your own guard down. And again, it's just a win-win for everyone. It just makes situations more fun when you're able to recognize that other people don't care that much. And especially, like, when it comes to embarrassment, like, if you do something embarrassing, confidence is laughing at yourself and recognizing that it was a little bit embarrassing, but it's also funny. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know, I'm trying to think of examples of this. One time I fell down the stairs <laughs> at school on Grandparents' Day let me tell you, I did not feel confident in that moment, but I just stood up, brushed myself off, started laughing, and then everyone else started laughing because 
<laughs> I just made the situation less awkward, you know? Um, and let me tell you, I looked really stupid in that moment because I just face planted, backpack went flying over my head. Um, and a couple years before then, I would have probably cried and went running off. But, you know, after being able to practice laughing at myself and being able to accept looking stupid for a couple seconds, sec- oh my gosh, seconds, the whole situation became a completely different vibe. Um, the next thing, this is a, this is kind of a small thing, but this is also a psych hack. Very confident people will enter a room and never turn their back on the people in the room. They will enter and exit a room, open and close the door without turning their back on the people in the room. Um, this is a way, and I don't mean this in a manipulative way, but this is a way to assert dominance in a room if that's something you're looking to do in a social situation. And again, I don't mean that in a manipulative way. That's just the fact of what it is. Um, when you turn your back on people psychologically, it makes you look more vulnerable and makes you look, I'm going to say weaker. I hope you know what I mean by that. I don't necessarily mean weaker. I can't think of a better word though. I think vulnerable is the best word. It makes you look more vulnerable psychologically to the other people in the room. Um, and also makes you feel more vulnerable because you can't see that those people are looking at you. Um, this is something I learned as I was doing psych research and I actually found it really interesting. Um, a lot of people, when they enter a room, will enter facing the room, but then turn around to close the door behind them. This psychologically has a different effect on the other people in the room than it does if that person walks in and closes the door behind their back without turning around. Um, and I don't know all of the super specifics behind that, but that is a very interesting thing. And honestly, I forget about it a lot, but I have started to utilize that a little bit in my life. And I've noticed it has made a difference a little bit in how people approach me and how people talk to me. Um, I did a little experiment on this one day when I was going around to multiple social situations and rooms um, where a couple of the rooms, I turned my back to close the door and I turned my back to leave. And In the other rooms, I kept facing the people in the room, smiled and made eye contact, didn't turn my back on them at all. Immediately, the people in the rooms that I didn't turn my back on um, spoke to me with more respect and more with more welcoming tones than the people that I turned my back that I turned my back on. And I mean, that was a subtle, that wasn't like a super obvious, like, oh my gosh, it made a huge difference. But that was a very subtle thing I noticed and just a very interesting fact. So utilize that as you will. Um, another small thing, I think this is self-explanatory, but confident people say please and thank you a lot. They acknowledge when other people do them favors, do something kind for them, and they, uh, they are appreciative of it and they make that known. Um, I was born or oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? I was raised to say please and thank you every time, no matter who I'm talking to, no matter how big or small the thing is. Um, and so this has been <laughs> beaten to me since I was a, a, a newborn, but, um, it just, people appreciate when you're appreciative 
and will treat you with more respect if you recognize the things that they do for you. Whether that's a waiter at a restaurant or someone who holds a door for you, um, or like a really profound moment. People appreciate you when you're appreciative. Next thing, confident people don't hesitate to compliment other people. Um, I don't know why, but like up until, I don't know, maybe my sophomore year of high school, I was terrified to compliment people. And I could not tell you why this is, but like some part of me would be scared to tell a girl like, oh, I really like your outfit today. Or <laughs> tell a guy like, I like your shirt, whatever it might be. Um, I don't know why like giving compliments, like just randomly complimenting someone freaked me out so much. But once I started like making myself do that and really doing that purposefully, um, it became a, a more natural habit. And um, I noticed it also in turn made me feel better. Because, um, I mean, every who doesn't feel better when someone else smiles at you and says, thank you so much, that made my day. Whatever it might be. Um, my gosh, I feel like I'm tripping over my words now. Anyway, confident people don't hesitate to compliment other people. And if you're someone who is a little bit socially shy or introverted and this is not something that comes naturally to you, I think you just got to make yourself do it a couple times. Um, and compliments, too, can be a really good segue into a deeper conversation or a friendship. Um, I met my roommate because I complimented her sweater at this random social event we were both at. And now we live together and we're best friends. Like, you never know where a confident, where, excuse me, a compliment is going to lead. So if you're someone who's a little more introverted um, and that's not something you do on the regular, I recommend incorporating that in your day-to-day -day interactions. And it doesn't have to be a deep, profound thing. You can just say, I really like your shirt, your hair, your nails. Your hair looks really pretty today. That color looks really good on you. It doesn't have to be deep. But um, I'm sure you know that when people compliment you, it can make your whole week. Um, and you can be that for other people. Again, win-win situation. Next, compliment... Oh my gosh, now I'm going to get those mixed up. Confident people sit facing the person they're talking to. I'm sure... We have all been in a social situation where you're talking one-on-one -on -one with someone and they're facing away from you or to the side. And psychologically, this makes your brain think that they're less, that they're not interested in what you have to say or they're less interested in it or they're focused on something else. Um, and facing someone paired with eye contact and not being afraid of eye contact can completely change the dynamic of a conversation you're having or of the social situation that you're in. Um this can also be a little bit of a psych hack, but if you're sitting facing somebody, it automatically makes them want to pay more attention to you um, and take more seriously what you have to say. And a good way to know if they're also really invested in the conversation, I maybe you've heard of mirroring, but if you, for example, if you sit and you cross your arms and the other person crosses their arms subconsciously, they probably didn't even realize they did that, but that means that they're very invested in what you have to say and into the conversation. This is kind of a fun thing to experiment with if you're talking to someone one-on-one. -on -one. I've done this a couple times when I think of it, um, and I've caught myself doing it with other people too. Like if I'm having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone and they go from having arms crossed to putting their arms down by their side, 
I'll mirror them. I'll do the same thing. Um, or I'll see them mirror me. If I have my one foot crossed over the other as I'm standing and I move it back, that other person will naturally do the same thing. Uh, this is also really interesting to look for in bigger groups. Like if you're standing in a group of, I don't know, five or six people, if a couple people have their arms crossed, chances are everyone else is going to start to do that. Um, or people will stand the same way. It's, I don't know, that's just a very fascinating thing. But sitting facing the person you're having a conversation with and also involving eye contact, again, can completely change the dynamic of the conversation you're having or the social situation that you're in. The next thing, speaking of conversation, confident people go out of their way to include others in conversation. Um, whether that be just you're by yourself and you see someone else who's looking a little bit lost, looking bored, um, to just strike up conversation. Again, you could do this with a compliment. Um, you could just strike up a conversation about the weather, school, whatever it might be. It doesn't matter. People like to be included in conversation. And I mean, obviously, sometimes people have their AirPods in and they just want to be by themselves, and that's fine. But um, I think generally it's never a bad thing to strike up a conversation, and that can lead to some really profound friendships and interesting interactions, especially with strangers. Um, in a group setting, too, if there's if you're standing in a group and there's someone near you who doesn't have anyone, the confident person is going to say, come join us. Um, or if you're in a group and someone gets cut off, the confident person is going to be the one who says, what were you saying? Um, and not that the other people in that group aren't confident, but that's the person who's going to look more confident within that social circle. And I mean, put yourself in the shoes of someone who's by yourself next to a group of people. Mm -hmm. If someone in that group looks at you and says, oh, come join us, or you're the person in the group who gets cut off and someone looks at you and says, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I want to hear the rest of it. You're immediately going to gravitate toward that person, immediately going to have respect for them that you might not have for other people. And again, not that the other people in that group aren't confident, but immediately you just have a higher outlook, a better, <laughs> what am I trying to say? A better perspective, a better view of that person who reached out to you and noticed that you got, got cut off or noticed that you weren't being included. Um, so yes, confident people go out of their way to include others in conversation. This next one, small thing, another psych hack. Confident people keep their head up as they're walking and as they're speaking. They don't look down at their shoes. They don't look down at their hands. Um, if you're speaking with someone, keep your head up and maintain eye contact. That immediately makes other people respect you more, immediately makes you feel more confident, and makes you be portrayed as more confident. Um, if you're walking through a social setting especially if you're by yourself, if you're not with other people, keeping your head up, keeping a smile on your face as you do it and walking confidently makes a huge difference psychologically in how people view you in that social setting. Um, I'm trying to think of examples. Again, me before studying psychology, shy, introverted, walked around with my head down. I didn't like to look at people. I didn't smile at people very often. I was always worried about whether or not people were looking at me in a bad way. I didn't want people looking at me. Now, after studying psych, I walk confidently. I keep my head up, baby, and I smile at people, and it makes a huge difference. People naturally gravitate toward you when you do that. It makes you seem more welcoming, makes you seem more friendly. People want to spend time with you um, because that rubs off. I don't know. When you walk confidently, it makes other people who speak to you also feel more confident, and I don't even think that's a... 
what am I trying to say? That I don't even think that's a conscious thing. Um, I mean, walking with my head up now, smiling at people as I walk past them has just become how I interact naturally because I've been doing that for so long, but for a while it was intentional. But, um, where was I going with that? That rubs off on other people. Um, people gravitate toward you and then they in turn become more confident when they're walking with someone who looks confident and looks welcoming and looks friendly. Keep an eye out for that because I think you can see that in a lot of social situations with people who do that. Um, and again, if you're someone who is introverted, more shy, struggle with social confidence, not a bad thing. Hear me say that again. That's not a bad thing at all. But if you want to look more confident, if you want to feel more confident, that's just a small thing you can do. Walk confidently with your head up and smile at people and keep your head up as you're talking to people. Um, it does make a big difference in how you feel about yourself and about how other people view you. Hope that made sense. I feel like I kind of rambled there. Um... I feel like I kind of mentioned this, but smiling at other people, saying hello, that also can make a huge difference in how people view you and how, like, friendly people think you are. Um, whether that be someone you know well or a stranger, whether that be the person working at the grocery store, um, it doesn't matter who it is. If you smile at people, say hello, it makes them feel better, it makes you feel better, makes you look more social and confident and friendly makes other pe makes other people feel like they look more social and confident and friendly because you said hello to them. Win-win situation. Good for everybody all around. The last thing, and if you heard nothing else in this episode, hear me say this. Confident people know that they have value and know that they have worth. Um, and I think this goes for anybody and everybody, regardless of what personality type you have, whether you're the most introverted, shy person on the entire planet or the most extroverted, if you know that you're valuable and that you're worthy and that, and you tell yourself, I am these things and people want to be around me, it becomes true. And you walk with a natural confidence and eventually you start to act like it too, even if you don't believe those things. I think if you repeat that to yourself often enough, that gives you a natural confidence because you start to believe it. And in turn, your actions follow. So super duper practical tip. If you're someone who doesn't feel confident, especially socially, um, with a bunch of people one-on-one, -on -one, doesn't matter. Tell yourself, remind yourself, I'm valuable, I'm worthy, and people want to be around me. And I don't care if you don't believe it. Tell yourself as often as you need to because eventually you will start to feel it. Um, and I think this is a really good thing, good affirmations to repeat to yourself, especially if you're actively in a social situation and not feeling confident. Take a breath and tell yourself, people want me here. People want to be around me. I'm valuable. I'm worthy and I'm loved. And I can be confident in who I am because of that. Um, and I think the more you repeat that to yourself, the more you affirm those things for yourself and your mind, the more you begin to believe it. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this episode. I am so glad I could finally record that one. I know it's a little bit shorter. I hope you don't mind, but I did cover everything I wanted to talk about. Um, so if you have any thoughts, things you want to talk about, feel free to reach out to me on the Instagram page, which is podcast.heresthething. Um, you can also fill out the five cent therapy form because I'm hopefully doing another one of those episodes soon. I've been having a blast with those. Love reading through your submissions. I've been having some more good ones come in. Um, 
looking forward to the next one of those. You can also email me at here's the thing 16 at gmail.com. Um, if you know me personally, feel free to DM me, reach out anytime. I know I said this in the last episode, but I love hearing about your guys' lives, what's going on with you. Even if we're not great friends, I still care. I still want to know what's going on in your life because um, it's so fun to hear about all the exciting things people are people are up to and experiencing. So thank you so much for joining me this week from wherever you're listening. I hope you feel encouraged and I hope you guys have had a wonderful start to your week and have a wonderful rest of your week. Love you.